we're back. Welcome to another episode of Inside the Green Room with Danny Green. I'm Harrison Sanford. What's up with it? Chill, chill. Leaving me hanging. My dog. <laughs> there we go. Uh, coming up on the show, uh, we will talk to Alice Caruso. That's crazy. I didn't even know. And I want to know what your handshake is with him. Yeah, I didn't know we had a handshake. I just, it was normal before. It was just, it's fine though. We got it. Moving on. Gotcha. Uh, friendly reminder for all of our fans there watching. If you're watching for the first time, please subscribe, rate, and review. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. Yep. If you follow this guy, you should be able to find us. Read, rate, subscribe, review. Yes. There you go. Uh, <laughs> let's uh, talk about how the Lakers have started the season, Danny. Well, more than started the season now. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least at this moment in time, mm-hmm. you guys are 21-3. and three. Overall, a great start to the first quarter or so with First yeah, third, third of the away. season. Mm-hmm. How would you evaluate how the team has done and has has it met or exceeded your expectations? Um, I think it's exceeded. Um, and the fact that I didn't expect us to grow or be this well, like organ or chemistry be this great as it is right now. Um, I think it has a lot to do with off the court stuff and mm-hmm. hanging out and how much we hang and kick it with each other. Um, and also didn't expect us to be you know, 21 and three, um, but we're doing well. Obviously, there were some games there where we we snuck away with some. We definitely could have dropped some, and there were some that we lost that we probably you know could have figured out and did better. Um, but you know, uh, we're rolling with the punches and we're learning as we're winning, which is a good thing. And um, you know, I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah learning as you're losing is not as yeah. not as much fun. Exactly. And just like the team is rolling, I think mm-hmm. we're starting to get on a roll here. The reception for the Dwight Howard episode, mm-hmm. Kendra Perkins episode is pretty good. Yeah. And we're finally starting to get to feel like it's home a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and we get a couple special, some really good special guests. Oh, I was talking yeah. about the set. Oh, okay, yeah, the set. Yeah, the set's nice too. <laughs> we added some additions to the set. The bow and arrow yeah, is a pretty nice touch. From the Halloween stuff. Um, yeah, you got the thing, the little poster from last year's championship. Yeah, we got the little parade and stuff. Yeah, yeah. the parade with the smoke. Yeah, now, some dope stuff. and these are mandatory to stay here now. Are they? I would think so. Uh, for, I would say for the year. Oh, yes. We'll keep them for the year. year. Can you, what's the story behind these Nipsey Hustle Pumas? Um, obviously, Puma does a great job of by far my best sponsor uh, I've had in my career ever. Um, don't get me wrong, all my other uh, partnerships and sponsorship deals have been great. But obviously, you know, Puma was one of the first ones to kind of believe in, start a movement of their own type thing and get back into the industry. But, and they have a deal, a collab with a guy that does custom stuff. And each year we always try to do something, you know, to, you know, I guess, give some recognition to certain people, certain groups, certain aspects, certain things, certain achievements, and obviously you know, keep the memory alive of somebody that, that was on the team, uh, the Puma team, and also he's a Rock Nation member as well. So um, any chance I can to try to you know, do something to, to help with that, mm-hmm. I'm going to do it. Obviously, he's respected, obviously, in L.A. He's a legend all over the world, but especially in California. Um, so, yeah, somebody put together a nice little custom shoe for us, and I wore him one game. And now they're here. Um, behind the scenes, we're trying to do something special with his charity and mm-hmm. try to make something work. So that's more important than anything else. Mm-hmm. You know. So uh, speaking of Nipsey Hustle, if you mm-hmm. remember, we tried to do, we were doing, we did a live show in Charlotte, mm-hmm. and he was going to be our guest. Yes. And not too shortly supposed after. Supposed to. Yeah. And then yes, only a couple months later, it was crazy how quick the turnaround was. Um, but just said it goes to show you what type of person he was. You know, the guy I didn't know him. I never met him before, but he was. Willing to, come Wanted, on willing to come on our show and then just do it for the love. So, um, you know, for a guy to be that humble or that open and that, you know, I guess show so much love to people just all around him, even people he don't even know, um, you know, he deserves to be honored and he definitely is a legend. Speaking of live shows, as you can see, more of our set behind me here. Yeah. It's that picture of us yeah. and Norman Powell. At the live show. At a live show we did in Toronto. Mm-hmm. And I am very excited. And we are having our yeah. first L.A. live show at El Rey Theater, December 23rd. Doors open at 7. Looking forward show to it. starts at 8. Uh. DJ Night Train on the ones and twos. You got all the details. I got all the details. Man. And a portion of the proceeds will go towards Between the Lines, which is even cooler. Ah. Did you know about that? I did not know about that. Okay. You hooked up with Tori and Darren. Okay, yes. Between the Lines. Uh, for those who don't know, Between the Lines is a nonprofit organization that helps with using the sport of basketball to help 
uh, prison inmate rehabilitation. Yeah. Uh, so it's very cool. I like that. I love the idea that uh, the sport of basketball obviously has done a lot for you. It's done yeah. a lot for me. Uh, using that sport to help uh, the prison community. Um, so but, as they try to get back into uh, you know regular world, quote unquote. Um, very happy that we were able to, to contribute for to that For sure, it's a, it's a universal language, man, and it goes just beyond just kids, children, and other countries, but in people who are underprivileged and people who are in tough situations, the platform is amazing what it can do and how it can bring people together and also help rehabilitate people um, in certain situations. So I think it's a special thing, and I'm glad that we got this thing going, hooked Team it up, effort. and got it between, you know, between the lines is a dope movement and something I definitely want to be a part of and somehow grasp and get into at some point mm -hmm. uh, when, when necessary, when I have the time, when I, when I can. Um, because obviously a lot of our family, people, members, community are those, you know, before they reach age of 25, usually somehow, some way get incarcerated or don't make it to see 25. Uh, so we're very blessed to be in our 30s and still living and doing well. But you know, a lot of those guys don't even know from their backgrounds you know, what real life or real world is or they've been in there at so a very well, young age. So they don't age. know what it is. Exactly. Yeah. So they don't know how to interact with the world now. So um, basketball is a way to help, you know, make them, help them adjust and, and you know, also keep up with the times of what's going on outside the, the mm -hmm. facilities or whatever you want to call it today there. And now, before we go to our interview with Alice Caruso, mm -hmm. uh, how was the moment, or describe the moment? I think you were coming back from, was it a win over Denver? Mm -hmm. I think it was. Maybe I'm, I'm, or maybe I'm wrong, you correct me. Okay. Coming back from a big game that you guys won, which you've won a lot. Mm -hmm. You go on Twitter, yes. and one of the first things you see is your brother with a top 10 Sports Center highlight with an NBA star, Victor Oladipo, Cheering him on. Yeah. How does that? How does that feel, Devontae Green? We've referenced him before on the show, playing yeah. at Indiana. Tell, tell us how. I it think felt. it was Denver. You're actually pretty good on that because the, the, the day that I shot terribly, he shot very well. There you go. Um, somebody had to do it. He, uh, yeah, somebody in the film had to shoot well. Um, he had a great game. They played Florida State. I think they were yep. ranked. Florida State was ranked. They're not, and they beat Florida State. And he had a really good game off the bench. Um, and he's been playing a lot more consistent, better, uh, matured as a player. So. Hopefully he just got back healthy. Hopefully he get back into the starting lineup. Coach will trust him more. Um, but he, he's doing great, man. And I was very proud uh, to see that he's having fun out there and he, he's not frustrated as much um, as he was the past years. And he's playing free, not thinking about it as much. And said so he's he's just naturally matured and gotten better. And hopefully he continue to stay consistent and bring that and give himself a chance at the next level. You got a shout out for your brother? Yeah, big shout out, Chef Chef Boyard. Chef Boyard Boy Green. Green. That's his wow. that's his Instagram tag. Devontae Green. I know since you, since you got your shout-out to your brother, I'm just going to say hi to mine. Go ahead, man. Do your thing. Hi, Hamilton. Hi, Hastings. Yeah, right, the, we'll be right back. The president names? The, <laughs> yeah, the, the three presidents. Uh, Triple H. Uh, you like it? You're kind of jealous, I, aren't I, you? I, I've been meaning to have this talk with your parents. <laughs> um, not just about those names, but your middle name, and especially, like, especially your middle name. Something needs to change. Uh, for those who don't know, my middle name is Duke. Danny went to... He UNC. Needs, needs to change it. He needs to change it. Beautiful, beautiful pairing we have here. We'll be back with more Inside the Green Room with Alice Caruso. Welcome to the show, big dog. I appreciate, appreciate you coming out, man. Thanks, man. A little hands, you know, we get, oh. our, we get a little, we get the, uh, yeah. I know you wanted a breakdown of that. Yeah, I need a breakdown. It's a little bit more, it's better when we're standing up. Well, go yeah, ahead. You got, no, no, you we got... don't have to do all that. We don't have to do all that. <laughs> Save the lawyers. People get the idea, but... Uh, can you know, can I get a breakdown? Yeah, well, basically, you know, we, we're the two drug-tested guys. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you're, you're you know, since we're... surprise, random. Yeah, we're the random. So we get the HGH, a little... Can I, one more, just one more time. Just for the fans, not for me. Can okay. you do a slow we'll motion? Do we'll do a slow motion. Is one... Yes. Yes. Yeah. You know, two times. Double tap. Flick the needle. <laughs> Here you go. HGH for the game. You know, right before the game, you got to get creative, the juices flowing. Creative juices flowing, so, man. Why do you think we got so many highlights? This <laughs> year, man? So, thank you guys you. Once, again, once again, <laughs> back to the show. Thanks for coming on, AC, man. I appreciate you. Yeah, thanks for having um, me. 
I was interestingly watching a segment on TV. I think I was in Yard House, maybe watching mm -hmm. dinner, and uh, they had like our little our Lakers documentary, and they showed your part, and they had the mural. Mm. Where is that at in the city? Do you have you? Have it's you up drawn? on uh, it's up in uh, Melrose. Okay. It's it's like one. It's some, pretty some dope. Do you know? There. Did did you know they were doing it when they put it up? Or no, I didn't. I didn't. The day uh, the day that the dude who painted it, mm -hmm. put it on Instagram. I woke up, we had a game that day. I woke up from my nap at like two <laughs> and I like saw an Instagram tag and like people tag, you know, they tag yeah. me all this, all kinds of stuff. Um, clicked on it, looked at it and I thought it was fake. <laughs> like I thought it was a joke. Yeah, yeah, like, There's many, many fake pictures and memes of me that go around. I was like, all right, there's like, it's just another one in there. And then somebody else tagged me in it and somebody like reposted it. I was like, Oh, but that's real. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's dope. It's, a, that's, it's like a big spread. It is dope, man. They got you above everybody, too. Have you seen it? Yeah. I've seen it. We uh, got a, yeah, you're hope, a long ways away from a mural, apparently. True, true. I got to, uh, I got to connect with the guy. I gave him some tickets to oh, a game nice. to show some appreciation for that. When you dunk the ball, you get murals. I got one, and I still haven't recognized for anything else <laughs> but that one. People say, oh, that dunk like all the day. It was like weeks ago. Like, it's a hell of a dunk. I'm like, we had a game today. I yeah. played, I did other things. You don't remember the rebounds? So when you dunk the ball, man, head, they yeah. remember that. They don't remember nothing else. Um, but yeah, you get a mural. So hopefully, if I get maybe one more. Couple so of them. Put I think three is the minimum mm. for for a mural. Yeah. Can I go back to the handshake real quick? Go ahead, man. Do you think? So when I'm you not. guys were in Denver? Yes. Did you have the flu? Were you? Sick? I didn't have the. I was a little sick. I was a little under the weather. I didn't have the full on yeah. flu. AD had it probably worse than anybody. Then yeah. I think next up might have been Kuz, me and KCP. You still doing handshakes when you're when you're sick? Uh, not as much then, no. Yeah. Okay. At that point, it was a lot more. It was a lot more fist bumps. Yeah, than, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, a lot more. Death. But at that point, yeah. damn, everybody had it, so it was too late. I mean, mm -hmm. Everybody's contagious. It at that was point. like, oh, you know, if you got it, you got it. Yeah. But okay. So, uh, yeah. Alex, obviously, we're going to ask you a ton of questions about your time with the Lakers. Mm -hmm. I know you have questions for Danny as we look at our updated set here. But going back to the the question that Danny asked about the mural, how do you feel about all the attention that you've gotten for your success so far in the league yeah. and it's been good obviously but then because of that you also have been getting backlash because yeah, yeah, for sure because they, some people feel like the media's gone there's always give and take much. with it yeah, yeah, yeah. i yeah. know what you mean mm -hmm. uh i mean for me i'm such a simple person in general uh i think that's why me and danny get along we're, we're real low-key guys i feel like uh so like the social media stuff it is what it is it's just kind of crazy within itself uh no matter if i like it don't like it <laughs> indifferent you know it's just People on Instagram and Twitter have, have minds of their own. Uh, the backlash thing, I know I've seen, I've started to see people are getting like upset. I really think it's just like the fact that we're winning games. Mm -hmm. I think it's like, I think it's just some and people that's, sipping that's the haterade. And that's different for you now. Yeah, like, for sure. Being on that side of the spectrum where like, we're going to get the best shot every night. The team is targeted and mm -hmm. we're under, obviously you've always been under a microscope, but when you're winning, there's, when you're winning, there's a lot more hate that comes with it. They wait, yeah, waiting for you to slip up. So there was... Back to last year and the year before previous years, it wasn't like that as much? No, not at all. Um, mm. Just because expectations were different, right? Like mm -hmm. this year, we, we got a much more veteran team. Uh, obviously, LeBron and AD are who they are, and, and then we have the supporting cast around them. So expectations are get to the playoffs, make a run at the chip. And the last couple of years, it has been like, all right, rebuild, make the playoffs, and like see where we can go. Um, so I think just from a starting point of expectations, it's been different. And then for me, I mean, nothing's really changed. You know, I just keep trying to improve and just play hard. And I think that goes a long way with how much the last decade has been a struggle for, for Lakers fans, mm -hmm. you know? Like, mm -hmm. there hasn't been a ton of success uh, in the middle part of this decade. So I think them just having some, uh, some fresh legs, somebody running around, playing hard is, is something that they appreciate. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that everybody's appreciated the dunks that you've had so far. And so... And Danny, obviously, you mentioned it, the drug test. Yes. After the dunk. Yes. Can you take us through that process? Of the drug test? No. Well, please, well, please don't. <laughs> okay, but, so what do you... But tell me the story behind it. Behind? Yes. Is of, it, yeah. What, do you, well, what part? The dunk or the drug? Well, no, no I don't care about so, the dunk. Okay, but of like, course But, like, when you got care. approached. <laughs> um, so it's not even 24 hours later. Um, the next you know, day. we had the game the next day, I guess, practice, film, whatever it is. They come to you, you're on the list today for, for being drug tested. Mind you, this is my first time being drug tested in this facility, so I don't know where it's at. And wait, 
was this one. This one was Pete. So I think it was Pete, urine and blood sometimes. It goes mm -hmm. either or. Yeah. I think this one might have been the urine one. There was one where I was there for a couple of hours because I forgot about it. And I had used the bathroom before I went back. And they were like, oh, you, before you leave, worst. you got to do your drug test. I'm like, wait, why didn't y'all come to, or tell me right after? <laughs> I already showered, changed, did everything, and I'm ready to leave. And I, I don't have to use the bathroom for a while, so I'm drinking water, just waiting. <laughs> but, yeah, usually they come up to you before practice. Usually before, they do it now, an hour and a half before they show up. Yeah. So mm -hmm. it was after practice, like, or right when practice is about to end. They're supposed to come, like, when practice ends. It's a weird process now. Yeah, the rules behind it are so weird, too. Yeah. Like, they got strict, strict guidelines. So it's like timing is strict now. They let you know, and it's like hour, like an hour before practice ends. Or mm -hmm. They show up an hour, hour and a half before practice ends or something like that. So you usually they tell you early you on. You can't leave until they get. Yeah, you can't leave the building. Either your, your uh, blood or your urine, whichever one it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. So now, Danny, we've talked about your dunks, Alex's dunks. Not many. One not, dunk. Not My many, one yeah. dunk. You <laughs> I'm waiting for you to throw Alex a lob. I'm waiting for Alex to throw Man, me a lob. I've, I've been trying to get some on the break with Ronda the last couple games, too. Yeah. I've been running hard in transition, but people are starting to get back. Teams are running, man. Teams are running back with us. They know we were pretty good in transition, but teams are running, and that's the good thing. That's what opens up the floor for AD. You, had a, you had a play in Portland where you could have lobbed, you could have dunked it, you could have lobbed it to Bron, you could have lobbed it to so AD. many options. Imagine going on the break, you're running a three-on-two, and you got Anthony Davis on one wing and LeBron one on the other one. I had a lot of decisions. And if you mess yeah, it up, it's... it's that's too, can't, yeah, yeah. Can't fuck it up. All you gotta do is just throw it up. Just throw it up. So I was like, Ron, one. AD. I was like, I could've, I could've went through it myself, but I was just throwing AD. Save, they're both safe. Save the knees. But. You guys, yeah, I mean, you guys are both running the lane for LeBron and AD. I'm sure you, when LeBron makes a special pass, you feel like a little pressure, like, I gotta finish this play. Because he threw it behind the back. Yo, people <laughs> talk about that all the time. I mean, the one, so the one I'm thinking of that you have to make is the one he threw to you early in the year. Behind he threw that behind head, yeah. his head from, like, the opposite block. That that's the one you gotta you gotta make. You gotta make sure, yeah. Yeah. You take your time. It's better go in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys ruin the whole highlight. Bond ever say anything after? No, no. He's he's never been. There has at been. Least with me. There was one that had went viral recently. Um, oh, you're talking about the fast break one? Yes, there was a fast break. He dove on the floor, and um, Doe was right next to him, and he could have flipped the dough, but he saw me running, and I was running. I was running the three point line. I don't really run for twos. <laughs> Um, mind you, he <laughs> tried to throws. throw it, and it got tipped. I think Luca tipped it, and then Delon. It was like a bunch of people in between. And I guess from his point of view, I could have got to the ball, or I could have got a layup if I ran mm -hmm. harder. But that that ball was nowhere near me. It couldn't. It wouldn't have got to me either. Yeah, and there, was, there was no chance two. he was good. But he, after that play, he was gassed. But he made a hell of a dive on the floor, and you know, he was expecting me to. Mm -hmm. Get your ass in gear, basically. <laughs> Could have had a layup, you know? And I was like, Brian, that pass was no... My, my bad, but I, I couldn't... Constructive got criticism. There's no way yeah. I was going to get that pass, bro. But, yeah. Alex, you mentioned uh, the expectations that the team has so far. Danny, I'm curious. Mm -hmm. You know what Alex... Played, what was that? Against the game against the Timberwolves. It was game 83? Yeah. You know that's only 83 games into his career so far? We've only played in 83 NBA games. I did not know that. So this is this is year what for you? This is out of college. This is year four. Okay, year year three of NBA experience. Okay, and your first was two way deal. First year I was exhibit ten. Okay, full year in the G League. How was league at the time? Tell the people about your D League experience. Oh. Man, it was a it was a grind, right? And like mm -hmm. when people like you hear that all the time, right? Oh, it's a grind. Like, for sure. Yeah, yeah, so coming out of college, let's go back to that. Coming out of college. How did the process go? Your Come out of college, entering the draft, whole bunch of pre-draft workouts. Mm -hmm. Didn't get drafted, so in summer league with uh, with Philly, didn't play a whole lot. Mm -hmm. And then there was like a week span in August where I thought I was gonna go play in Poland. I thought I was gonna play in Germany, and then I thought I was. Uh, <coughs> that's when Oklahoma City called and was like, "We got this spot on our G League team, Exhibit Ten. You want to come do that?" and that was like, you know, like the butterfly effect of like decisions in your life and like paths. Mm -hmm. That was like, I mean, looking at it now, I'm, I'm really glad that I ended up making the decision to stay. And not going to Poland. Yeah, not going to play in, in some Euro Cup team in Germany that you've never heard of. But yeah, so then into the G League, right? So I got lucky. The two, the two organizations I played with in the G League were South Bay with mm -hmm. Los Angeles and then Oklahoma City Blue, which is the Thunder's G League team. And... They both have like amazing setups as far as facilities go. Like the Thunder's uh, old facility is the G League's home base. So you got 
a full court, two baskets on the side, cold tub, hot tub, food in the morning. Top notch. Yeah, it was it it was the best. Like the housing was nice. It was the best setup any G League that I've I've heard about or or talked to my 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 people in the my fellow G League. My uh, D League days were very different. We didn't have any of that stuff. We had to yeah. walk to the gas station for our own ice. We had to share a car and pretty much you have to bring our own tight shoes. Everything we had to. You take bus trips. Yep. Two we, and three flights, um, shared hotel rooms, shared yep, apartments. Yep. Um, yeah, it was a, it was a that, real the, grind. The commercial flights, so you're going through security. And it was only like nine layovers, cities yeah, at that time. So. Uh, and they're not they're not cities that are easily accessible no, either. North Dakota, South Dakota, and you'd stay there for two games and then go, you Sioux know. Falls. Sioux yeah. Falls and Rio Grande Valley, two places you've never heard of mm-hmm. that you probably will never go to, but they're G League homes. Well, now that you guys have had this, what, G League experience, you've been able to dream big, vision big, won a chip. Mm-hmm. Alex, I'm sure you see this, that picture behind me from mm-hmm. the parade. Have you started envisioning what it would be like to go from the D League, G League, now to potentially winning a title for the Lakers? Yeah, I have. I mean, I'm sure, uh, I'm sure any player who hasn't won it yet has had visions or had dreams or, or visualized what it'd be like to to be Danny on the on the bus with the with the smoke and the, the big <laughs> hair and celebrating um, a little parade, the parade yeah which is which which is i mean for me that's the ultimate goal right is to win uh dg i want you to tell me what it's like to get it done right cuz like, you've been there you've done it a couple times yeah i mean we we all have our different roads and yours is very a, a unique one for sure mm-hmm. and coming from you come from you, you you appreciate it that much more just even being here now you appreciate everything um, yeah, 100%. in the league and just the process and obviously coming from organization when you started it wasn't winning as much now you're winning it's like man but um be able to be the last team standing hold the trophy up and be a part of that or being a big piece because every piece counts everybody likes to have their criticism say oh you didn't really everybody's a factor on a championship team whether it's from from the first star to superstar to the last guy on the bench because those guys had a role you know even you know Jeremy Lin I think last year he felt mm-hmm. like he didn't have a big role those guys are a big key of pushing the guys in front of them or right. giving us help mm-hmm. throughout the playoffs, throughout the season, even in practice, making sure we're on top of ourselves, scouting reports. Um, and obviously as a player, a guy that's playing minutes, every piece is, is very important. So to be a part of that and, you know, to say I come from, you know, the G League or the D League or yeah. come from undrafted, I mean, now I'm one of the – I've done something some of the Hall of Famers have never done before, you know, I think, about that. I think pop, about that. Pop, pop just, I think about that a lot. Pop your chest, I think about that a lot. It's like, yo, yeah. Chuck is on TV. He doesn't have a, a, like some. A lot of guys don't have rings. It's yeah. crazy. A lot of guys never get there. So I'm lucky. I'm blessed. But it, it's a, it's a feeling and an emotion and an experience that is hard to explain in words, and you'll have to feel it for yourself. But it's something you'll you'll never forget, and you'll always remember and be remembered for. I for thought about that. I don't know what emotion would go through me as like the the clock hits zero and you realize you just won like I don't know if I would just be like the, obviously you're like hype but like at the same time I think I would go through all those memories of like stuff that I've been through like for sure road trips to RGV the summertime is when you kind of start reflecting when you're on vacation probably with your family your, your, yeah. your girlfriend or whatever but the best way I, I describe it is like when the buzzer hits zero it's just like all right, I can retire now. Like I'm, I'm you done. Just feel like you I just did what I did. What I need to do in this world, you know, I can I can die a happy man. I'm good. You yeah. know, what I'm saying? I don't need to do anything else. Peace of mind. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, if Alex and maybe give us some clarification on this, mm-hmm. can Alex ask you for a ring from the Raptors run? Don't you get an allotment of rings? Do I? We can we can purchase extras. Yeah, that's crazy to me. Like, so. In San Antonio, and it's I think the same, it's a little different. It's like an authentic. Yes, so you can you can purchase more than one ring for yourself. They're not cheap. <laughs> yeah, I'm not say, cheap. Like, what we talk, give me an estimate. I I don't know what it was. I know San Antonio. There was like, all right, you get one for five figures. It's for maybe six. No, not six. Not six. Not six. But it's six. It's five. It's five. <laughs> okay. It's five. Um, Dang. I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, oh, you think about but some guys about buy, sell it some guys so, 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 <laughs> so, I got it for five yeah. and sell it for yeah. six. <laughs> for sure. So in San Antonio, we got one, and then they gave, like, the necklace for the wives, I guess. So nice. like, the, the face of the ring nice. for the yeah. wives and girlfriends, they got that. That's dope. Um, and I guess they have replicas to the fans. In Toronto, I think it's very similar. 
the players get one. I think the fans got the little replicas. Yep. But the wide, you have to purchase anything else outside of the player one. Gotcha. Um, mind you, I did think that the other players would get a ring that were part of the team halfway through. They made a decision. Yeah, that's an interesting thing. They made a decision not to give. How they give. choose not to and, and what to do because they, they literally contributed to a the good amount of the season. There, I mean. Mind you, JV had been there for like nine years. I, I think yeah, that guy tough. deserved That's tough. Then you have DeLon, CJ, uh, Malachi, Greg. A short span, but they were still there for, yeah, yeah, you know, for 50, sure. 50, 60 games. Um, which said is a contribution of us getting to getting the know, record. number one seed, I mean, home court advantage up into the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, yeah. So um, you know, I, I I think it's tough. It's a tough it sucks, but uh, I would have liked to see some of those guys be able to join, especially a guy like JV who had been there for like Put nine so much years. in the organization. Yeah, yeah. That's unfortunate. Um, yeah. Now you guys are envisioning winning a championship again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, wondering. Did you get anything from the David Blaine genius talks or the Dave Chappelle genius oh, talks for sure. that you're going to apply uh, to hopefully a championship run? I think one of the things for me was the, uh, the uh, well, first of all, David Blaine is insane. Yes. Just the, for starters, right? Like, he's not really a magician to me. He's more of like a, an experimental yeah. guy. I don't even know the right Mind word. He's very good it. at magic with cards, but he does stuff outside of magic that makes him just more of like an experiment like of body. Yeah. Like, existence. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, like, the only way to put it. Like, he's, like, talked about his stunts where he, like, lived in a box for a month over, like, hanging over the London Bridge or where, wherever it was. And he didn't, being, didn't do anything, just sat in the box. And being frozen. Yeah. Uh, like, it's it, like when you're thinking about going for a dunk, you don't think about David Blaine. No, no, <laughs> no. The stuff that they're bringing us is, is a little more uh, personal-related stuff. Like, the, the Dave Chappelle one, the one he talked about was just the the political climate and everything that we're in right now with like how people take uh just take your words and can can twist them into something different mm -hmm. uh, and the thing i took from him was just like being yourself and being true like he talked about trying to be uh like yes men almost to where it's like you put on a face for this person and be a different person in this scenario and at the end of the day you just be yourself and at the end of the day that should be good enough right mm -hmm. and i feel like for our team like we have such a close, uh, tight-knit group of guys, and it's all everybody's just true to themselves. And I feel like that makes it really easy to go out <coughs> and play basketball at the end of the day because you're not thinking about what he said to to somebody else on the team a week ago. Like, there's no rift. We're just out there having fun. I I take away from everybody. I learn a lot about those guys, not just their past, but just the stuff they've been through, the, their, their minds now. You can tell Dave Chappelle's been through a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, just the way he talks and how he sees life and how he's like, you know what, my neighbor came to me and people approach him some way in a negative way, but he'll flip it. I'm like, you know what, I'm going to try to help this guy because he obviously has a problem or something like that. But with David Blaine, I said he's more of a, an experimenter. Um, and what I took from him is just the endurance, the mental, and just not just physical, but mental and physical endurance that he had to take or he had to, just the pound, like just the stuff that he put on his body that he didn't mm -hmm. need to. But just to be mentally that mentally strong to be able to, he, he swallowed a frog. He swallowed a couple of frogs. <laughs> Two frogs. The, without even like he just mentally make himself throw up or swallow something or and bring the things that he was doing is unbelievable. Mm -hmm. And it just shows you how much you can really achieve when you put your mind to it and put your body you can put your body through the human mind and body is unbelievable that's, yeah that's the thing with him i think it's just like mental fortitude and like people talk about that all the time it's like if something hurts you're gonna shy away from it or you're gonna like not want to do it i feel like he's the type of dude that would like take it head on and it's like all right let's see how much i can how much of this i can take yeah mm -hmm. instead of like I don't like that. I'm not going to do it. He, like, embraces it. He's the ultimate face your fears type of guy. And yeah. he said he had, was feared of insects or something like that, of spiders. What did he, he do? He started to learn how they, they were really his friends, like with some random experience that he had. So everything that he looks at as a fear, he's like, I'm going to find out a way to understand it so that I'm not afraid of it anymore and scared of it. So what I'm hearing, Alex, is so if you have, you know, the mental fortitude, the mental will, if you want to get... 40 dunks in a season, <laughs> you could do it, right? Yeah. 
I mean, you could. There is. If you there put is, your mind to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is a. Is this there the is a case by case I'm not basis. challenging anybody on the set at all. If I want, I mean, to, I'm sure one of us. I think I have. I mean, no, I, I think I got no, a I'm good not worried start about. Right now. I'm yeah. not worried about you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about the oh. guy. To <laughs> put your mind to so it. We get forty dunks off. Yes, you could. And could. It's a possibility. A very strong possibility. But the bigger picture here, that's not the goal for me. You know, for me, yeah, yeah. We're being not chasing, fresh at the end of the season. We're not chasing accolades. We're, we're, we're trying to win games, right? You know, I'll save those for playoff times. When we need, we need momentum swingers, mm-hmm. that's, when they're, that's when they're more appreciated, too. Okay. You know, so. But uh, <laughs> if you do want to make the challenge. I'm oh, up, I can I'm, challenge I'm you I'm up here? for receiving all. all, all uh, I'll let you? Alex. I'll let Alex. Uh, but with challenges, you got you to cough up something out the pockets, though, too. Yikes. Let's let's come yeah, up with this. So, so you started make, talking money. I was like, oh, high now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Talking about fifty dollars. <laughs> okay. uh, we'll, we'll, we'll circle back. We're already on that. a third of the way through. It's gonna be tough. It's gonna be like one a game, but we can get there. Okay, we'll cir- we'll circle back on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, an idea actually that the NBA was circling about. Um, I want to get your guys' opinion on this: the midseason tournament and the reseeding mm-hmm. of the conference finals. I guess since the ratings for national TV games hasn't been as high, mm-hmm. uh, that's one of their solutions potentially. What do you guys think about potentially having conference finals reshuffled and then some midseason tournament where I believe one of the suggested of awards would be an extra draft pick? Ooh. I don't know about the, the tournaments. The yeah, I don't think you would care about the draft pick, you well, personally, or yeah. you. Like, that's just entering more competition, I would think. I, I don't mind the shuffle of, you know... Conference finals? You know, or change up the playoff format a little bit, maybe. Yeah. I mean, um, at the end of the day, you're going to have to play good teams. Yeah. You know? And, like, to, to be honest, most of the time, the matchups in the playoffs, like, the best team's going to win. Yes. No matter no matter who you got to play to get there. True. Like, the best team, the cream rises to the, to the top, right? For that's sure. Like the, the old but saying. sometimes the better teams play each other earlier in that's the true. rounds that's than they true. should. I'm going to say it right now. And I think that's, that's why I don't mind the shuffle. Yeah, because as a fan, I'm going to tell you right now, I'd rather see that was like the Warriors you guys Rockets play the Clippers. Like two years ago. Yeah, and I'd rather see you guys play the Clippers in the NBA Finals and not the Western Conference Finals. That, that's instead of another thing that said I don't mind, because there has been some years where West was stronger than East, East had been stronger than West. Like, it was different balance of powers in and, and that sense. So the shuffle cool, but the midseason tournaments – I don't Yeah, know that's about. interesting, man. That would cuz cuz that's like the soccer model, right? The mm-hmm. the the Champions League and the the domestic cup tournaments that they have, but those teams have so many more players on their teams, right? Like they don't play like they can shuffle in and out a yeah. bunch of different guys. Like <laughs> basketball, you don't get to play only 8 and the rest of the guys don't play and then you sub a couple in. Like you're playing <laughs> Eight, nine, ten <coughs> on a given night, and it's minutes. I don't know. I think that would be. be I think tough. that would be really Most hard. Most rotations aren't that deep, mm-hmm. especially playoff time. It's probably about eleven deep. At most, most teams usually go maybe ten, eleven deep. You know, if they if they want people to take it serious, you know what they do? Don't put a draft pick in there. Put a put a money pot. Yeah. You put some money at the end of it. Players, yeah. if players it's big enough, different for players the players. Start, you, yeah. I mean, but what if you're like uh, somebody who just signed a two-year deal? For good money, you playing for extra money at that point? For sure, you always are. I mean, <laughs> you're, you're, you're gonna say are. no to more. Yeah, okay. Mean, okay. I think it would be interesting to see though, like guys like LeBron and AD for our team. I don't think, because that's usually how that works on overseas, right? If they don't play their their top players, unless it's like Champs League for soccer is special because that's like the best tournament. This is a, a inner league, mm-hmm. so it would be like. I feel like you would have to have. Like your top three guys, or even like even DG, maybe just for like to rest him. Like you, that term is cool, but at the end of the day, you want to hold the big trophy. Mm-hmm. So you ain't you ain't you're not doing it. I'm not with. I mean, I, I'm. Yeah, you might have no choice, but. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it was like I feel like there's four parts to that question. Oh, I'm mean, sorry. So it's, let's, it's let's get complica- to the. Oh, you want another one? I want to hear all the parts of the question. To make sure I covered all. That's it. The midseason tournament and the reshuffling of the conference finals. Okay. I I yeah. I see where you stand. Okay. Another question for you, Alex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've seen I've noticed he's done this. Recently. I don't mind the games. I don't mind eighty-two. I don't mind. Yeah, eighty-two seems fine. I mean, if there's a tor- but mid-season, I don't know. Okay. I don't know, I don't know about that. Yeah. yeah but go ahead. Anything go ahead else? Go ahead. Okay. 
I noticed that um, Danny's been doing this recently with Rajon Rondo, and I hope you don't let him do this to you. He's been trying to kick Rajon off the free throw line so he can get the rebounds. I have no. Wait, on offense or on defense? On de- like on defense. So he's like, yo, I got this, Rajon. No. <laughs> and knowing that Rajon is going to bring up the ball. That sounds like what Rondo would do. <laughs> no, you've asked Rajon to get off the free throw line to come no, no, or no. take his so or look, take the spot closer is, to the basket. Yes, because you know why? Because the bigger person goes underneath two box out. Rajon is a smaller thing about guard. Go. Here's the thing he about He should not go. be underneath the... Like, go is, in his head, he he's LeBron and AD's <laughs> size. Like, he thinks he's, like, He said, like, you sure? I got this. He's like, I got this. I could go. I could box him out. I'm like, no, just go box, there was, there was times, box out the shooter. Yeah. I'll get the bigger... I'll box out the bigger guy. Yeah. So that's why it happens he's just, that way. He's just competitive. That's, he's that's competitive. At the end of the day, that's what it is. And he's like, yo, check up. I don't care who it is. Yeah, that's okay. really what it is. <laughs> so are you going to let DG... Kick you out the free throw line if you got, yeah, got priority DJ's, here. DJ's probably, I'm not probably, DJ's stronger than me. So if he's got somebody down there, I'm not about to get pushed out of the basket and look but at he's, that. But the man's got vert, though. Yes, he does jump Man, up. But, listen, but it doesn't matter if you all, push on somebody. <laughs> it's all strategic, by the way. So okay. depending on oh, what the yeah, setup is, offense, defense, that's true. we usually have the bigs underneath. And if he's the guy going to bring the ball up, he'll probably be in there. Okay. Unless he's down the court trying to, you know, get a, come off a shot or for a pin down or post-feed AD. He's usually going to be in there. Now, if I'm down there, it's just strategic setup. It's not about X's and O's. Or, X's and O's. you know, getting more rebounds. Because yeah. I remember one, the... one game he was telling Rondo to move, and I saw Rondo wasn't moving. He I was wasn't. like, <laughs> sometimes he don't want to get subbed out. Was, Doe, sub? He's like, nah, Dwight, you know, he got you. I'm we, like, Doe, Doe, Doe. He's like, Dwight. game it was. We, I was guarding whoever the other, the other, the other team's best guard was, right? Mm-hmm. I think it was, uh, it was either Washington or Dallas with, with Luka or Brad. And... Doe was like, uh, I'm walking on the court, and he's like, I got a, you know, he talks really quick. He's like, I got Luka, I got Luka. I'm like, Phil literally just told yeah. me, he's like, you got him. I'm like, Doe, I got him. He's like, no, 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 I got him, I got him. I was like, Doe, like, you're going to get me yelled at right now. Like, let me take him. I gave him a possession, then Phil looked at him, he's like, you're not guarding him anymore. <laughs> hey, when he, when Doe yeah. lets it be known, there was another uh, seri- uh, situation. We were playing Atlanta at Trey Young, and, we were guarding him differently in a pick and roll. It wasn't Doe's fault. He had a couple. He went off for a couple of buckets. And they tried to switch him off. Doe was not trying to hear it. Yeah. Like, Doe, Doe, Rondo. And he's not, he don't hear him. Switch. I'm not, no, fuck. I'm not. <laughs> take take me out there. I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's just yeah. competitive, man. He's you not. I love that, though. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Love to have guys so, like that on the squad. Uh, another team that I assume you guys would be competitive with and kind of referenced this earlier. What do you guys, you have to be watching the Clippers. What are your evaluation? Some days. Yeah. Okay. We, we watch you, basketball. We watch whoever's yes, on. Yes. Yes. There's, there's, there's a groundswell in the market. Sure. Obviously, they're in, our, the they're in our conference. They're, in, they're on, our, on our coast, and they're close by. And they're mm-hmm. the top team in the West. So we see, we pay attention to when they win, lose, how they win, lose. We also pay attention to how Milwaukee wins, lose. They're a Denver. good team. Denver, Boston, Houston, everybody, yeah. all the teams that are top that are Stop close to with us. Stop the nonsense, home. please. Can oh. you please? No, see, this is the thing. <laughs> this is that's the truth. Talk about the Clippers. We'll talk about the truth, but that's the truth. We that's look honest. at, oh, you know, Denver just dropped two. Okay, you know, we got if a little we, breathing room. If we room focus on them so much, it's gonna take us off of our. Yeah. Hmm. You know. Yeah. Well, what if, like, what if they're? We can't control Obviously, they're a great they team, and <laughs> we assume that they're gonna be at the end of the season. They're gonna be one of the great teams that we would have to face in the playoffs. But you have to be prepared for everybody, not just them. play 78 other games. You don't know who's going to be healthy or not for them. You know what I'm saying? You don't know who, where they're going to, what kind of mix-up may happen. But, yes, we do watch them. They are good. We haven't watched the games that they lost and say, oh, how did they guard them? How did they play them? I'm sure when we play them on Christmas, the day or two before, after we have played Orlando, Miami, Indiana, Milwaukee, Atlanta, Atlanta all those teams, because we're focused on them first, then we'll look at, oh, Clippers lost to so-and-so this way. Let's see how they guarded them. We'll probably guard them that way. This is how I know he's a vet, because I'm trying to bait bro, him to that's say that's something. That's drama, bro. It's all good. You need that. You need that for TV. Go ahead, get your, your question. Uh, your right. drama question. <laughs> <laughs> Back door. <laughs> okay, another team, the Bucks. Yes. Can we talk about what you've seen from Giannis this year as an MVP candidate? I know you guys are going to talk about AD and LeBron. Mm-hmm. What have you seen from the Bucks so far that's been impressive? Since I assume you watch the Bucks. We do. We watch everybody. Watch basketball. I'm going to let AC yeah, I watch our a guests. little 10-minute YouTube extended highlights just about every night of, of all the games. That's that's usually what I get. Okay. I usually check the box scores and yeah. say, oh, so-and-so played well, so-and-so. 
I might catch a couple clips on the internet, but I haven't a chance to watch. You look when at I, every box score? When I go home, I try to look at most of them. Mm. I'll look at my brother's games, box score, see what he did. Then I'll look at the box scores of the NBA that night of who played, who won, oh, so-and-so, and then see what the stats are, who shot well, who didn't do well. We'll check it out. But a lot of times I don't, when I'm home, I don't like to watch basketball on TV. Like You get so much of it, it's overkill. Yes. You know? When I was younger, yes. The first couple of years. Yeah, I still watch games. I still watch games. Thank you. Normal. Person, it's normal for me. I'm gonna watch PBS games. You know, I'm gonna watch Everybody Loves Raymond. I'm watch TV series like regular shows. I don't wanna be burnt out by basketball by the end of the season. He doesn't watch too much TV, from what I understand. Nah, man, I'm not. I'm not good with TV shows. The Office is the only one of the only TV shows I've watched all the way through. Year three or four, I wasn't big on it either. But I was sports, basketball. I was locked in, but after a while, I got probably more into TV series after like year five or six. That's when I started Breaking Bad. From then on, I never, I never, never looked Breaking Bad. You never finished it? I'm notorious for not finishing TV series. I never looked back. Why? Didn't finish that. Didn't finish Better Call Saul. Didn't finish Stranger Things. I just, man, it's like a attention span Commit- thing for me. <laughs> it's like an attention span thing. I told you I like movies. Like I like just getting, give me everything you got, and then let's. Keep when you get moving. older, you get more patient. You're like, you know what? That's probably what it is. You know? <laughs> Once I watched Breaking Bad, I was like, I, I started going to TV series. I'm no, I never looked back. I just went to a bunch of I game, liked it. It wasn't game, like I didn't Game like of it. Thrones, okay. everything. So We, we got to get ready to go. Back to the Bucks, though, right? You want to give me oh, a yeah. impression of the Bucks? No, I really, don't, I really don't because you're going to give me a bland answer. No, Alex give you his impression of the Bucks. Give me something spicy. I'm going to let him give you something spicy. He did already. He talked about okay. the Bucks. I think they're very good. <laughs> You see, this is why. And I'm a t- so I was impressed with what they're doing. They had a 10 game streak. Now they have a 14 game streak. But obviously, some of the teams that they played, and you know, you know, every team is good, and you're very capable of losing. Um, but the impressive part was that they did play uh, Clippers recently, and they played them very well. I didn't get a chance to see the game and how they played them, but they played them very well. Obviously, Clippers looked like they shot. They had a tough night shooting that night, um, but that was an impressive win for them, and that kind of put them like. I think around the league, around the world, like, yo, this is a, a top team, not just in the yeah. East, but a top team in the league yeah, that yeah. you need to be worried about. Okay. Do you have anything on the Bucks? Enough? It wasn't spicy okay. enough. It was um, sufficient. Bucks are playing really well right now. Yeah. <laughs> a little spice. Yeah. I'm going to move on to the mailbag with a little Go, go, yeah. Yeah. go ahead. Obviously, if you guys have any questions in regards to, do you'd like to get to Danny or whoever might be our guest, send them in to insidedegreenroom at gmail.com. You talked about uh, attention spans, Alex. Mm-hmm. So there's some memes that go around that reference one courtside guest at Staples Center. Mm, I think I know the one you're talking and about. And I wonder how your attention span handles that when you see somebody like, let's say, uh, Rihanna yeah, she was at, at Staples Center. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it's a lot easier now, but like, because I've been here for two years, right? So I've been... I mean, you've seen even we even when we weren't winning games the last two seasons, people show up. Yeah, like, it doesn't matter. Crazy. It's still L.A. and it's still the Lakers, and they're they're their courtside. Uh, the first the first real instance of like a celebrity kind of kind of uh, interaction I had was one of my first games getting called up on the two way, uh, and it's halftime, right? I'm not playing uh, any minutes yet, so I'm coming out early in halftime, getting shots up, uh, and one of the ball rolls behind me to the far side and this guy like bends over and I'm like waiting for him to throw it to me. It'll come George Lopez. I'm like, what's up, man? <laughs> Throws me a nice chest pass. I just keep shooting. I'm like, all right, that's pretty cool, man. But I mean, it's, it's, uh, the Rihanna meme was funny. I didn't see it till obviously after the game, mm-hmm. but, uh, that was kind of, that kind of kicked off this, this year's, this year's, uh, and that's new for me. You know, I've been in the league 10 years and he's used to it. Mm-hmm. That's not something I feel like you can ever get, I'm not, used to it but I mean you're starting to like under I understand it but and it's like all right but it's still for me I feel like it's, I was in San Antonio for a while you don't see those people every game yeah even in Toronto like you don't see people like that every even game. Our, now our San Antonio game this year Snoop Dogg showed up and it was like they gave him a jersey they put him on the big screen it was like yeah. a whole ordeal whole ordeal oh, yeah just in, in San Antonio any star shows up it's a big thing there mm-hmm and Stable Center, they're there all the time. It's like, all right, what's up? Just like, oh, they're Snoop again. Denzel, yeah. what's up, man? You cool? Yeah. You want some popcorn? Yeah. 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 You drink? I mean, everybody's just chilling courtside all the time. And they blend in. Like, Will Farrell's there. I'm like, oh, shit, it's Will Farrell. Yeah, you, you even know this. Like, he just chills on the court. Chilling, bench. It's like, come on, come on. 
<laughs> he looks like a grandpa. I think he's like his, I don't know if it's his son or his grandson. I'm just like, <laughs> Got his bland little face on. It's hilarious. This dude's comedy. Um, since Alex has been here for a while, maybe you could tell Danny some of your favorite places to eat. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, it depends what part of town we're talking, right? So, like, I live yeah. down here in South Bay. Uh, the kettle was like the first spot that I ever went to. It's twenty-four-seven breakfast. <laughs> you learned that quickly. Dinner. Like the late op- the night late night spot. It's the only place. It's the only place open. So like, so, yeah. you get done with a game, I'm say seven the- o'clock game. You get done at ten, ten thirty. You drive back twenty minutes, ten forty-five, almost eleven. Everything's closed. Kettle's open. Yeah, you're giving, you're giving away first, secrets now. That's one of you're the first spots. Uh, Alice Crusoe fan club showing up at the kettle. Yo, I got I got my go-to's there too. Okay. <laughs> the bacon uh bacon cheddar avocado omelet, Ooh. and then the blackened chicken rigatoni is fire. Okay. I found the kettle early. I would live in this area too, mm-hmm. so I found the kettle pretty quickly. I found out what Danny's favorite spot is, though, because mm. I've never. I have a favorite spot already. Let's see what you got. I've never heard a no, man he leave a function, a club, a party, and talk about getting donuts. Talk about Randy's. Yeah, Randy's. Is we, we were in the Randy's middle of a party. Is, is... The music is blasting. He's like, yo. Tell you, bro, I'm gonna get these Randy's donuts after, after the function. I'm it like, was, okay. After the, it was late night. They're legit. And we were leaving the obviously leaving the club. So it's like not much open food wise anyway. And people want a snack. And everybody, I guess everybody else, I don't everybody's been drinking stuff. I'm like, yo, we need to pick up. First of all, I was craving donuts. I'm like, oh, yeah. we don't have any, we don't have any cookies, snacks. I'm like, we need to get some. I can't go grocery shopping right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know what? Going to Randy's. Yeah, bro. And once I got that idea in my head, I'm like, I'm going. I'm, you, I don't care what kind of. You know the worst part uh, about White it Castle. I don't even go. I just I Uber eats it. You can Uber eats yeah, those. Yeah, bro. You can Uber eats it. <sighs> I just, I just, I just, yeah, yeah, you just open. But like, <laughs> I like to pick the out again. the assortments there. You, I like to pick out with it, and That's they don't true. really have what's all your, of what's them. Your, there. What's your favorite one? I haven't even gotten a chance to try like the Fruity Pebbles one, the Fruit Loops. Fruity one. Pebbles is pretty good. Mine is the the Oreo one, man. I haven't got a chance to try that one yet. Oh, the Red Velvet, they have so many different ones. I mean, the, the Glaze, of course, classic, hands down. When Solid. I took, when I tasted one, I was like, it's the best donut I ever had. <laughs> so once you get in that mode of craving the donut, I was on a White Castle, Harold and Kumar type. You know, <laughs> no matter what you're I'm going to go get these damn That's donuts. Funny. <laughs> yeah. uh, do you dip it in milk? No. Uh, okay. No. All right. Uh, before we go, in the spirit of holiday giving, go ahead. Here you go. I have something I have to give Danny. I have to give me. Are we gonna ask him his question though? Since we asked Perk last time, cereal. When you eat your cereal, oh. how do you eat your cereal? You get the bowl. Okay. You get the cereal. <laughs> yes. You put the cereal in the bowl. There you go. Okay. And then you put the milk on the cereal. There you go. Oh, did you try it? What crazy person? I did not try it. <laughs> before the cereal. You promised you promised like, you're gonna try it. It's just it, like I, I will you try can't. it. I haven't gotten around you're... to it because it's a natural habit of doing the right way. Mm-hmm. It's just like I feel like you do it just because like it's like I wanna be different. Like when you do yeah, that, it's, it's like statement. I just wanna it's be not, different. It's not because you want to. It's not like because oh it makes sense. It's like no, I'm just different. I'm different than everybody, so I'm cool. If you knew put my milk in first. If you knew better, you'd do better. <laughs> okay. That's all I have to say. So you gotta get Oh, I have to say. Um, I wish this was a Caruso T-shirt that I was giving you. Mm, oh yeah, a couple of days. A couple of days for the Caruso yeah, deliveries. Yeah, a couple of days. We got some Caruso T-shirts. Okay. Coming out. Okay. So when you give them, to da- make sure I get a Spicy. couple. Of- yes. Make sure. We'll, we'll make sure to get some to the. I appreciate it, man. What you got in there? Where and where can they? Kate, let's focus on Alex, please. Okay. Where can they get these shirts? They're gonna. There's gonna be an Alex Crusoe website. We'll have. We'll have it linked up on my Instagram, and uh, and, and I'll tweet it out too. We'll be sure to put that up. I think I actually like get your AC T-shirts more than this guy's. AC, uh, dead shots. No, I, yeah. Okay, fine. Well, what like, you Crusoe's like what? pretty solid though. Here, what, like what? The well, packaging like, is awful. Like by the way, thank you. Too. Thank you, Harrison. You shouldn't have. <laughs> uh, this is great uh, wrapping. I, I, listen, it's not. It's not the the rat. It's the, the thought that counts, okay. man. Let's see what we got here. Boxers, my Fousey stop. The Fousey man, he strikes again. If you don't know who the Fousey man is, it's Sergi Baca. Mm, okay, okay. And he's got me some underwear. Nice. And as a he's male, he's online. I don't know if it's on. He's uh, through the through a company. He's the face of a topic wear brand. Nice. And a portion of the proceeds go to his foundation. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. And they got bamboo fibers. Thank you, Serge. Where's the camera? That's legit. <laughs> As a male, you can never have more, enough underwear. Now, 
I opened a box. It's a great gift for people who are trying to give people who have everything. Well, not everything, but we pretty much have yeah. everything we need and want. So, now, thank- you know to get us. Thankfully, Serge is on the box. He's on the front. Hey, you can check it. Thankfully, Serge is on the box, but he's not actually on the boxers. Yeah, that'd, that'd be weird. That'd, that'd be, be little, weird. That'd I'm be glad weird. he's not on the boxers <laughs> and only on the box. I don't want to be wearing Serge on my ass. Be, that would not be a good look. But, Fousey, man, big shout out, man. Thank you. You are the man. See you in March. See, get get my ring finally. He looks good on you. Still stylish and fashionable when he had the boot on. Now he's back to playing. Now he's back to playing. And, uh, yeah, he put some clothes on. You could wear a shirt. (laughs) You don't have to be butt. You know what I'm saying? You could wear a shirt and still have your underwear. You know? Man, flexing. Yeah, you want to? I don't know. That would almost be... Yo, crucial boxers. Uh, that might be a little, a couple years down the line. We'll okay. work on those. Well, if you use the Photoshop picture of you that you had that got you the drug test, I feel like with uh, the crew show boxers, then you got something. Use that Photoshop picture. Before you do oh, a, no, be a weird ad to see like this, on somebody's underwear. I don't know if I want people wearing. <laughs> Before you do an ad like this, you have to get approval from somebody in the household. Oh yeah. I don't think Serge has. He might. He might. So, this is listen, wifey. Yeah. Is it okay? <laughs> If I show the print out there or, you know, show, you have to get approval. Big questions. And, uh, Big questions. Most of us on our team are not getting that approval. They'd rather see us. I think the gray sweatpants are a stretch already. Yeah. But, uh, but, you know. All right. Yep, going off course. Yeah. Going off course. Danny, please say goodbye. Uh, rate, read, write, subscribe, review. Right? Another episode of Inside the Green Yes. Room, where Danny sure you can read, say it correctly. Rate, Subscribe, rate, review. There you go. We do that. Thank you, Alex. Appreciate you. Yeah. Can we get? Course. I want to get a HGH handshake too at some point. We, we'll work something. Well, you gotta get. It's, you, you gotta get drug tested. Yeah, they gotta send it. You gotta do something. So to you get come drug on the show, tested. Jack. I gotta do something to get drug tested. Yeah, come on the show, do something. Either do some ball. Pull-ups. Yeah. Come yeah, in, look yeah. like Mike Bibby or something. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, that'll get it done. That'll get it done. That'll get you done. All right, bye, guys. <laughs>